Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm not sure if it's a rapture alert or hell freezing over, but a Democrat is actually getting indicted. Here's the part that makes me laugh. They're being indicted again. So I believe they will absolutely probably get away with it. Now, what am I talking about? The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York announced Friday morning that it will soon unseal an indictment charge against Senator Bob Menendez, a Democrat from New Jersey as well as his wife, with counts of bribery. In a tweet, the office alleges the forthcoming bribery charges against a sitting senator and his wife, Nina Menendez, are in connection with their corrupt relationship with three New Jersey businessmen. Now, what we're being told is that there are serious allegations that he was taking massive amounts of cash, including gold bars, and other things like that. Now, I'm going to have part of the press conference where they announce these charges in a moment. But before that, I want you to hear what they said on Fox about this indictment charges, not just against Menendez, but also his wife. New Jersey Democratic Senator Bob Menendez and his wife uh, have been indicted on bribery charges, charged with corruption-related offenses for the second time now in 10 years. He's been down this road before. He had entered in a mistrial. It got a lot of a national attention. But Dana, a 39-page indictment claims that starting in 2018, Menendez and his wife accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes in exchange for using his power uh, to benefit the government of Egypt. And they did it by way of cash and gold and payments toward a home mortgage, rather, compensation for a, quote, low or no show job, a luxury vehicle and other, quote, things of value. That's what's in the charging document now. What's incredible is that this is the second time in a decade he's been charged with corruption. And when those charges were dismissed after a hung jury in 2018, this indictment says that this corrupt relationship started the very same year. 
Doesn't this sound exactly like the Bidens, right? You get accused of something, ah, you just keep doing it, right? Menendez is like, ah, I'm in New York. I got a hung trial. Last time we co- we complicated things. They didn't co- they didn't convict me. So let's go back to the bribery. Now, the U.S. attorney has come out and had a press conference. I want you to hear what the U.S. attorney had to say about what Senator Menendez was allegedly providing sensitive, non-public U.S. government information is what he was selling, almost like a spy to Egyptian officials. Listen. Let me say a little bit more about the conduct that's alleged in the indictment. The indictment alleges that Senator Menendez took several actions as part of this corrupt relationship. First, the indictment alleges that Senator Menendez used his power and influence, including his leadership role on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, to benefit the government of Egypt in various ways. Among other actions, Senator Menendez allegedly provided sensitive, non-public U.S. government information to Egyptian officials and otherwise took steps to secretly aid the government of Egypt. We also allege that Senator Menendez improperly pressured a senior official at the U.S. Department of Agriculture to protect a lucrative monopoly that the government of Egypt had awarded to HANA, a lucrative monopoly that HANA then used to fund certain bribe payments. Second, the indictment alleges that Senator Menendez used his power and influence to try to disrupt a criminal investigation and prosecution undertaken by the New Jersey Attorney General's office. By the way, doesn't this all sound exactly like what Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and James Biden have done? Like, how is this any different? And the reason why I say this now, if I'm Bob Menendez, I'm actually, like, livid that I'm getting indicted and publicly treated this way If it, because this is really no different than what the Biden crime family has been doing for years, except the Bidens made more money doing it. And they took money from even more corrupt individuals than just these individuals were saying in these Egyptian officials. And, and also, you know, it, it's scandalous, right? It's, it's sexy. Oh, they, they gave him cash and gold. They were giving cars and diamonds to the Bidens and then putting them on fake positions on boards and then funneling them $5 million and then another five and then another three here and another seven there. And then it turned into 30 million, then 50 million, then 70 million. Like what Menendez did is nothing compared to the Biden family. But all of a sudden now we've got a a legitimate, you know, U.S. attorney here that's going to really come after Menendez. Like this is hysterical to me. Related to an associate, and a relative of Uribe. Third, the indictment alleges that Senator Menendez used his power and influence to try to disrupt a federal prosecution of Davies in the District of New Jersey in two ways. First, by seeking to install a United States attorney who he thought could be influenced with respect to Davies. And second, by, by the way, how is that any different than what the Bidens have done, right? You got David Weiss, who's the guy who's protecting them. You've got Garland, who's protecting them. They then put people in charge that will protect them. Then they give them special prosecutors in the same capacity that will, quote, protect them. I, I don't understand how this is any different, to be clear, than what's already happening right now. Like, to me, this doesn't, this is no different than what they've been doing. The Bidens have been doing the same damn thing. And now they're charging him with crimes when the Bidens did the same thing. 
That's why this this case matters. Like, part of me didn't give a crap about Menendez. We've known he's shady. We've known he's corrupt. We saw him indicted last time. We saw him get away with it. None of this surprises me. It is the fact now that all of a sudden, this prosecutor and the DOJ are like, oh, this is a big deal. This guy used his power and influence, including his leadership role on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, to benefit foreign governments. That's exactly what Joe Biden has been doing for decades. And now you're going to go and throw this guy in jail, Menendez, but you won't even look at and you protect the president at all costs. Come on. By trying to influence that office to act favorably in Davies case. And as we allege in the indictment, the senator agreed to do these things and use his power in this way because Hanna was paying bribes. Because Uribe was paying bribes. Okay, well, then let's let's go through the bribery here. How many people are paying bribes to the Bidens? The number, it, it, I can't even get to what the, probably the number is because we don't know. How many suspicious activity reports are there? 150 of them plus. So we, we know that these bribes are there, right? We know that all this is happening. We have proof that the Bidens have been doing this. But now we're going to be outraged over Bob Menendez doing the same damn thing. And we're going to act like this is some just total breach of public trust and that we should go after him, which, by the way, we should. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but the idea that Bob Menendez is going to go down for this, and I believe that he will, but no one else will, is total insanity. This is absolutely psychotic that we have a government that will do this to Menendez, but the president can do it on steroids, on crack, right? Hunter Biden's drug of choice, and, and do it at a level that Menendez could have never imagined. And yet Menendez is the guy that, oh, no, 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 we're going to hold him accountable? I want to tell you about a company that I really want you to check out. Every day, we hear about another familiar brand that sells out their customers and is going woke. Americans, like me, and you're probably one of them, are sick and tired of having leftist propaganda jammed into every product that we consume. Well, woke mobile companies are no different. The company that you're paying your bill to right now may be giving major donations to Planned Parenthood, for example. And for years, they've been dumping millions of these liberal causes. And we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative. Well, I've got news for you. There is. And I want you to make the switch and stand up for a company that stands up for your values. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. That means you get the best possible service in your area, period. But guess what you do lose? The leftist propaganda. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. That's because they give a piece of your bill every month to those causes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that makes switching easy. So just go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or you can call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Ferguson. Ask about their coverage guarantee when you're on the phone with them. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The part that makes me mad is that what he did is nothing compared to the bribery and corruption that we know about in the Biden crime family. So why is he being held to a standard that that the Bidens are not being held at? He is accused of doing everything that the Bidens had done in the past and present and now with Russia and China and Romania and Ukraine. He was selling access and giving political favors and protecting people. That's exactly what the Bidens were doing. So why is it that Menendez gets nailed, but the Bidens don't? I want to go back to this press conference. Listen. And because Davies was paying bribes. Fortunately, the public officials the senator sought to influence did not bend to the pressure. That's a good thing. Now, as part of this investigation, special agents with the FBI executed search warrants on the residence and safe deposit box of Senator Menendez and Nadine Menendez in New Jersey. When they got there, they discovered approximately $500,000 of cash stuffed into envelopes and closets. Some of the cash was stuffed in the senator's jacket pockets. Some of the cash, some of the envelopes of cash contained Davies' fingerprints or Davies' DNA. That's not all. Agents also discovered a lot of gold, gold that was provided by Davies and Hanna. And the FBI, of course, found the Mercedes-Benz that Uribe had provided them. Now, the items that the FBI uncovered are discussed in the indictment, which I encourage all of you to read carefully. Let's take a look at just some of the items. So as you can see here, this is the Mercedes-Benz that we allege that Uribe provided as part of the scheme. What you see here are three kilograms of gold. These three kilograms together are worth approximately $150,000. And of course here you can see just a fraction of the cash that was uncovered as part of the scheme. You look at all this, this is no different. If you're angered or shocked by this, this is no different than what we have on the Bidens. We have pictures, we have bank accounts, We have phone records. We have recordings. We have emails. We have suspicious activity reports. We have wire transfers. We have 
whistleblowers. We have IRS whistleblowers, FBI whistleblowers. We have foreign whistleblowers. We have people under oath and giving testimony that the Biden crime family was doing exactly what Menendez did. And this U.S. attorney who comes out and says, good morning, right? I'm going to tell you how we're cleaning up America. And look, I'm glad they've done this. I'm glad they got Menendez. But you have to look at this and you see they're in shock. They're like the senator and his wife accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes, right? Hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes in exchange for Senator Menendez using his power and influence to protect and to enrich those businessmen and to benefit the government of Egypt. That's their accusation. That's what the Bidens did on a scale that even Menendez could have never imagined. And so when I see this type of justice, it makes me angry because when you see this attorney come out today, I'm like, why aren't we doing the same thing for the president? Listen to how angry he is. And I'm glad he's angry. I'm glad this is happening. But when they lay it out in this indictment, it's like, well, then how can we not have the same for the president? Today, I'm announcing that my office has obtained a three count indictment charging Senator Robert Menendez, his wife, Nadine Menendez, and three New Jersey businessmen, while Hannah, Jose Uribe and Fred Davies for bribery offenses. The investigation that led to these charges has been run out of the Southern District of New York. The indictment alleges that between 2018 and 2022, Senator Menendez, the senior U.S. Senator from New Jersey and the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and his wife, Nadine Menendez, engaged in a corrupt relationship with Hanna, Uribe and Davies. The indictment alleges that through that relationship, the senator and his wife accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars of bribes in exchange for Senator Menendez using his power and influence to protect and to enrich those businessmen and to benefit the government of Egypt. I, I mean, he lays it out there. Now, if he was doing just this, I would assume there's probably even more than this. I would assume that he was there's other bribes that he's done that maybe he hasn't gotten caught for yet. But this is, again, a moment. If I'm Menendez right now, I would immediately say, okay, you want to come after me for this? I would unearth everything you could, and I would help the Republicans go after the president, because if you're going down for this, then why shouldn't he as well? Now, I don't know if he'll do that, right? Maybe he's hoping that Joe Biden will give him a pardon, right, for all of this when when he's convicted, because when you've got DNA, and all these other things that were just described on, on the money and, and, they, and they knew where all of it was and the bribes there and the other people you're trying to bribe wouldn't play game with you and now you've got to deal with the fallout of all this. I, I, I mean, I'm sure Menendez is like, all right, well, this sucks. But look, again, if you're Menendez now, there is hope for you. And the hope is that maybe people just A, won't care or B, the president will hook you up. Maybe you'll get a pardon from him because... You did the same thing the president of the United States of America has done. And why should you get indicted? Why should you go to jail if the president doesn't get indicted for doing 10x this? The amount of money that we're talking about here with Menendez, yes, it is a lot of money. I want to be clear about that in the grand scheme of things. It's nothing compared percentage-wise. It's what, 2-3% of the money that we know about that went to the went to the Biden crime family? And people are upset, right, that Menendez was, you know, getting indicted again and all this cash coming in and everything they just laid out there. And his wife, by the way, she's been indicted as well. Well, again, people are outraged. But should you be outraged? Should you be outraged? You shouldn't be. 
If you look at the at, the, at how much money's gone to the family members, there's nine family members in the Biden crime family, nine of them that we know of that have been taking the money. So when, when, when the world reacts to this and just they're shocked by this, the media is covering this thing wall to wall, right? That the Democratic Center indicted federal bribery charges, cash envelopes filled with cash in his pockets, gold bars, luxury cars, an apartment, right? This is very scandalous. So the question should be asked, and it's a question that the media should ask. How is Menendez being held accountable for something that the president has not been held accountable for at a level that is 10x, 15x, 20x, 50x, whatever the number is of it when it comes to the presidency? That is the question that should be asked. I'm glad Menendez has gotten nailed, right? I, I believe he's in serious trouble. I think he should be in serious trouble. Okay, I do. I believe he should be in serious trouble for this. But it's nothing compared to the presidency and everyone around the presidency and the Biden crime family. You know, Menendez and this whole conspiracy is two people, a husband, wife. You got nine family members in the Biden family that involves nine, nine different family members. Nine, folks, nine so where is the indictment? Where is the search warrant? You notice here the search warrant. Look at the difference here. Menendez gets his home search, social security box, or you know, safe deposit boxes search, right? He gets he gets the, what you should get the treatment here. Remember what the government did to protect Hunter and James Biden? They were going to go search a storage facility, and not only did they tip off the Bidens, and they wouldn't let the FBI go in and search them. When they wanted to talk to the Bidens, what happened? They said, no, you can't go in. They were told, nope, you're not allowed to leave the premises, sit down the street and wait. Do you remember that? That's a fact, folks. That actually happened. Like, that really actually happened. You had the FBI that was trying to do their job, and they were told they couldn't do their job by their superiors, and they were told that you couldn't talk to the subject of your investigation. You also had people in the administration who said, don't go search where Hunter Biden's been staying on his dad's property because the optics are bad. We have that in an email. We know that for a fact. The whistleblowers have told us that. They were told they couldn't do their job. But with Menendez, they can do their job. Really? That's how this works now? Apparently, that's exactly how this works. It is disgusting on so many different levels. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Have you ever wanted to go to the Holy Land? I'm talking about Israel. Well, I want you to come with me, Ben Ferguson, on an amazing trip that you'll never forget. Israel is the cradle of Judaism, Christianity, and of many of the principles that we hold dear as Americans. You're going to visit sites like the Armageddon Battlefield, Nazareth, Jericho, Jerusalem. You'll walk in the footsteps of biblical figures like King David and Jesus Christ. I'm going to meet up with you in Jerusalem and experience with you the city's great sites like the Western Wall, the Temple Mount, and the Via Della Rosa. This trip will deepen your understanding of the Bible and of Western civilization. The trip's going to be May the 6th through the 15th of 2024. People are signing up fast, so book your spot now before it's too late. For more information or to register, visit christianexpedition.com slash Ben. christianexpedition.com slash Ben or 877-234-3002. That's 877-234-3002 or christianexpedition.com slash Ben. We've got some new news with poll numbers. It is um, one issue. I'm not sure I've ever heard this before in a poll. This is new. Dread. The word dread, D-R-E-A-D, is topping the list of American feelings about the 2024 election. This is not a joke. The number one feeling that comes to mind for Americans when thinking about the upcoming presidential election is the word dread. Yes, that's weird. To me, that's weird. Maybe it's not to you, but it certainly is to me. The survey of 1,636 U.S. adults, which was conducted between the September the 14th and 18th, offered respondents seven emotions, three positive, three negative, one neutral, and asked them to select any and all that reflect their attitude towards the 2024 campaign. Dread. The most negative option topped the list with 41% of registered voters saying they're dreading this election. Then, followed by the word exhaustion, 34%. Only 25% of American voters had used the word optimism. 21% then used the word depression when in reference to the 2024 election. 17% used the word interference. And just 15% use the word excitement, and only 5% use the word delight. What does this mean? Well, the pollsters say this shows a deep sense of unease. In total, a majority of Americans, 56%, chose at least one of the three negative feelings, dread, exhaustion, or depression. While less than a third of American voters picked at least one of the three positive feelings, optimism, excitement, or delight. For anyone who's been paying attention to the tone and the the tenor of the U.S. politics in recent years, the fact that Americans characterize their prevailing sentiment towards an election as one of great fear, especially in the face of impending evil, probably shouldn't come as much as a surprise these results, the pollsters now say. But all the same, it's a striking reminder of just how unusual and how extreme the November 2024 promises of this election are going to be. A potential rematch between two elderly presidents, Yahoo News writes, 
whom most Americans don't even want to run again. With the specter of criminal trials and partisan impeachment proceedings shadowing the entire race, they wrote this morning. President Biden and former President Donald Trump have yet to secure their respective parties' nominations, but they are already framing 2024 in existential terms. Quote, Biden is totally corrupt and is the worst president in the history of our country, Trump said in D.C. We would love to be in World War III very quickly. We, we would be in World War III, excuse me, very quickly if we're going to be relying on this man, Trump said. Trump and his MAGA Republicans are determined to destroy American democracy. That's what Biden said in response at a New York fundraiser last night. Now, as if in response, a full 36% of Americans, a number that includes a staggering 75% of voters who identify as Republicans or Republican-leaning independents, now think another Biden term would be the worst thing that could happen to America. By the way, put me in that list. I'm right there with you. And the numbers are nearly identical on the flip side, with 34% of Americans and 74% of Democrat and Democratic-leaning voters saying it would be the worst thing that could happen to America if Trump were to regain the Oval Office. So how do we get to this point of dysfunction? That's the next question the pollsters asked. It's been a decade of dysfunction where partisans largely agree. However, One of the overall issues of the trajectory of the U.S., nearly three in four, 72% of respondents say America's political climate has gotten worse over the last decade. Just 7%, and you'd have to be stupid to believe this, say it's gotten better. Among the group most inclined to say that U.S. politics has recently gone downhill are white Americans, 80%. 2020 Trump voters, 86%. And senior citizens, 91% say that U.S. politics have gone downhill. Among the group least inclined to say U.S. politics has recently gone downhill are 18 to 29-year-olds. Why? Because for the last decade, they've been growing up in this insanity. Just 47% black Americans say that American political climate has gotten worse. 54%, the majority now, of African Americans agree. Republicans are more likely to express optimism, however, than Democrats. That also makes sense to me completely. 35% uh, say that they have optimism. 21% say excitement they have about the 2024 election. And Democrats are at 29%, and just 16% of Democrats say they're excited about their candidate or this election. Because their party has an opportunity to take back the White House, obviously Republicans would be more excited. Democrats are more depressed because they have to put up an idiot in the name of Joe Biden. The good news is that despite their dread, their words, American voters, just 15% of Americans, (coughs) excuse me, just 15% of Americans say they avoid talking, reading, or thinking about the 24 election cycle. While most claim to just be as interested as they were before, most are interested at 46% say, yeah, I'm interested. 32% say they're very interested. And in 2024, that is higher than previous elections at this stage. So you can't say the voters are unengaged. Now, among registered voters, the interests translate into partisans and leaners on both sides, rating their chances of actually voting in 2024 as either more likely than in the prior elections. 
37% of Republicans and Democrat respondents matching perfectly say they're more likely, not less likely to vote. Just as likely, 57% of Democrats and 59% of Republicans say they are just as likely to vote as they were last time, which is also very interesting. Now, you take away, step back from this, and you say, okay, does anyone have the advantage? There is a category that the Republicans do have an advantage over the Democrats. That category is the category of excitement and optimism. Republicans are more optimistic than Democrats are right now about the future of this country with their candidate. Republicans are more excited to vote for their candidate, Donald J. Trump, the leader right now, than Democrats are to vote for their candidate, and we know who their candidate is, Joe Biden. Democrats are basically dreading at a higher number voting for Joe Biden. But if you get through those numbers, it still seems to be a neck-and-neck race. You go to the very end. Among registered voters, interest in this election. Are you more likely than prior elections to vote? 37% of Republicans and exactly the same number, 37% of Democrats say they're more likely to vote. Just as likely to vote as last time? Democrats, 57%. Republicans have a two-point lead in that category. Now, that is a number that I would expect. And the reason is Republicans are trying to get rid of a Democrat, and that's more engaging. And when you have something to win instead of something to lose, right? We have a White House that we want to win. Democrats have a White House they don't want to lose. That can, that can explain that gap pretty clearly. What this means is, as of right now, this is a neck-and-neck election cycle. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.